Hello and welcome to Just Needs, a podcast where we talk about parenting children with disabilities. I'm your host, Christina Kozik, and let me just say I'm so glad you're here. This podcast is a project of Exceptional Lives, a nonprofit organization that supports families like yours. You can learn more about Exceptional Lives at our website, www.exceptionallives.org. Now grab a seat and listen along as I talk about struggling readers and dyslexia. When I was growing up, I thought dyslexia meant seeing or writing letters backwards, but I've learned that it's so much more. When I was a sophomore in high school, I had a teacher finally help me figure out that I may have a very mild form of dyslexia. While I was a great speaker and a decent writer, I had terrible spelling, and when I would read out loud in class, I struggled over words, often mispronouncing them or replacing them altogether. I never did receive a formal diagnosis, and over the years, I was able to adapt once I knew what my strengths and weaknesses were. As an adult, I still struggle with spelling, and I'm so grateful for things like autocorrect and the dictionary app on my phone. There are so many other things that help individuals with dyslexia as well, like speech-to-text technology on phones and computers, using lined paper or even graph paper when writing, and using bookmarks while reading. Now, if my situation sounds familiar... It's because it is for many families. Dyslexia, while it is the most common learning disability, often goes undiagnosed. It is estimated that one in five people have dyslexia, yet teachers and even reading specialists are not all taught how to identify and teach children with dyslexia. So let's start by talking about what dyslexia is not. Dyslexia is not rare. Dyslexia is not seeing letters backwards. Dyslexia is not a visual problem. Dyslexia is not a condition that people grow out of, and dyslexia is not a developmental delay. Dyslexia is not caused by not reading to your child, and dyslexia is not a lack of motivation or laziness. Now that we've addressed that, let's discuss what dyslexia is. The National Dyslexia Association defines dyslexia as a specific learning disability that is neurobiological in origin. Basically, that means the brain processes written and spoken information differently. Dyslexia is categorized by difficulties with accurate and or fluent word recognition and by poor spelling and decoding abilities. In other words, dyslexia is a language-based learning difference that affects a person's ability to connect letters to sounds and making it very hard to read and spell. A person with dyslexia will read below what would be expected despite having normal or even above average intelligence. Dyslexia can also look different in each individual and can range from mild to moderate in severity. What are some warning signs? Warning signs look different depending on a child's age. So I want to give you some things to look at based on three different age groups. For preschoolers, here are some things that you might see. You might see a speech delay, difficulty rhyming words, mispronouncing words, or struggling with word retrieval. This may look like you asking your child what they had for lunch and them answering, I had um, those things, the ones I dip in ketchup. It could also look like struggling following multi-step directions, like put on your shoes, then get your coat. It can also look like struggling to learn letters, colors, or days of the week. And another sign is struggling to sequence events. This can look like them struggling to tell you how they put on their shoes, such as first I put on my socks, next I put on my shoes, then I tie my shoelaces. If your child is in elementary school, here are some things to pay attention to. 
Does your child struggle with learning letters and the sounds that they make? Maybe they confuse letters like F with PH or C and S. Maybe they struggle to read familiar words such as sight words like and, the, or on. They may substitute words that are familiar or even similar words when reading. They may have poor spelling. They may avoid reading. And they may struggle hearing individual sounds in words, such as hearing the word fish, but not being able to hear the sounds that the letters F, I, or SH make. For high school age children, some things you might notice are your child reads slowly. Maybe they struggle to find the correct word when speaking. Your child may say something like, you know, the thingies I use when trying to tell or describe something and they can't recall the correct word. Maybe their writing doesn't reflect their oral or speaking skills. They also may be unable to master a foreign language. And then some of the more common ones are poor spelling, poor grades, and limited vocabulary. Now, these warning signs are from Empowered Dyslexia Advocacy, and you already know I'm going to have a link in the show notes. The only way to support children with dyslexia is to first identify the issue. Now, I want to tell you about Melissa and her son, Matthew. So Matthew is seven and he's struggling in school. Melissa has asked his teachers about his reading. They have told her that he'll be fine. She just needs to read to him more and that he's still young and he'll catch up. They also told her that they don't test for things like like dyslexia until third grade. However, Matthew falls apart when he gets home from school. He cries while doing his homework and refuses to read because he's just struggling with reading, except for a few picture books that he knows by heart. He's also been acting out at school and has been labeled as lazy and a behavioral problem. If you feel your child is exhibiting some of these warning signs, talk to their teacher and consider having them evaluated. You can request a comprehensive evaluation through the public school system. You start the process by requesting an IEP evaluation in writing in every area of suspected disability. Don't forget that many of these issues can be caused by any number of things, so don't rule out any evaluations just because you think you know what the problem may be. Just make sure that you do all of this in writing. I can't stress this enough. If it's not in writing, it didn't happen. While all of this may sound overwhelming, it is important to note that your child will still succeed in school with the right interventions in place. There are trained professionals, often special education teachers, reading specialists, or speech and language pathologists, who use specific, systematic, evidence-based instruction that is proven through research to help your child learn to read. Ask your school what methodology or what program they plan to use and the qualifications of the provider. As in any case of a child with a disability, knowledge is key. Being an informed advocate for your child, continually asking questions, and seeking out additional resources are some of the best ways to help get your child to where they need to be to be successful. For more information on what to do if you have concerns about your child's learning, be sure to check the show notes for a link to how to identify your concerns and talk to a teacher. And if you know someone that can relate, share this episode with them and let's keep the conversation going on Facebook and Instagram at Exceptional Lives. Thank you for joining me this week. I hope this information is insightful and helpful. And if you have any questions, drop me a line at podcast at exceptionallives.org. This podcast was written by the Exceptional Lives team and presented by me, Christina Kozik, for Exceptional Lives. You can subscribe and follow the podcast at our website, www.exceptionallives.org. 
forward slash just needs podcast. Our website has blogs, guides, upcoming events, and a resource directory for Louisiana and Massachusetts. If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know by leaving a five-star rating or review on Apple Podcast or wherever you're listening.